Back in action. Gideon George will hand off on the wing right side. Block will send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening once again, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars will have the task of trying to bounce back from a disappointing loss at Pepperdine and trying to do it by facing the 16th-ranked Gonzaga Bulldogs in Spokane. BYU's two-game winning streak came to an end in Malibu on Thursday night, falling unexpectedly to the Waves 92-80. to BYU's issue wasn't on the offensive end. The Cougars could not get a stop when they needed it, and they let a Pepperdine team with only one conference win gain confidence and play like that all night long. The loss moves BYU's overall record to 16-11, and 11, and it evens its conference record at 6-6. Six and six. And away games have proven to be a stumbling block for this team, especially in conference. Of BYU's six WCC losses, four of them have come on the road, and that's something that head coach Mark Pope talked about during postgame on Thursday. Right now, we're having, obviously, a really tough time winning outside of our building. And um, it, unfortunately, it comes with painful, painful experience. Uh, we have a young group, and we don't have a lot of guys that, that that know what it takes to win on the road. And so right now, we're just having to, to go get punched in the face and, and embarrassed a little bit and and, uh, and beat down a little bit. And, and unfortunately, that sometimes that's the way you learn, right, is, is you start to understand uh, just how challenging it is, and um, we're in that process right now. The good thing about our guys is is that they will they they are growers. They'll grow, but you know these lessons this year are super painful. Uh, they'll pay dividends down the road. But my gosh, it's, it's uh, it just you know it's learning is hard. Yes, it is, and it's not going to get any easier tonight. Visiting number sixteen Gonzaga, BYU dropped the previous matchup in Provo after it looked like the Cougars are going to upset the Zags. Not to bring up bad memories for all of us, but it was Julian Strother hitting the straightaway three that gave Gonzaga the lead and eventually the game at 75-74. Drew Timmy is the Bulldogs' leading scorer with 21 points. He also averages seven boards and three assists. The aforementioned Strother is second on the team in scoring at 14 a game. Now, nobody needs to be reminded how good Gonzaga is. Even if this is considered a down year for them, Barring the Zags joining the Big 12 Conference, which apparently is still a possibility, it's it's not going away, uh, this will be BYU's final game at the Kennel, and you know the Zags and their fans have been looking forward to this one. Gonzaga is in the unfamiliar spot of being second in the conference right now at 9-2, and two, but after St. Mary was upset at LMU, or excuse me, upset by LMU, the Zags are only a game back on the Gales. Now, St. Mary's has won today, so they, uh, they move slightly uh, more than just that. BYU, which began Thursday tied for third, now in sole possession of fifth place in the WCC standings. For more on tonight's matchup, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, spoke with assistant coach Nick Robinson. And Coach Robinson talked about the mental approach you have to have heading into a game at the Kennel. Well, anytime you walk into the kennel right here up in Spokane, 
you know, Gonzaga is a top 10, right, top 15, top 5 team. Uh, the mental toughness that's required for all 40 minutes is really what we're trying to instill in our guys right in 48 hours. Uh, we had a tough outing on Thursday night, and we've got to come back and respond uh, with incredible mental toughness. Uh, every possession against Gonzaga matters. Uh, offensively, we've got to be strong with the basketball. We've got to execute. We've got to take care of the basketball. Uh, we've got to get great shots defensively. We have to sprint and transition every single possession. Uh, we got to match their physicality and exceed the physicality that Gonzaga brings every single night to every single game. All those things you just mentioned, you need to bring against Gonzaga, regardless of what just happened in your previous game. But because it was what you went through at Pepperdine, does that make the challenge any more difficult for your guys and as coaches to get them right? It does make the challenge a little bit harder. Uh, coming off of two good home wins, um, you know, we've uh, dropped three in a row on the road. Uh, you know, the mentality that it takes to win on the road um, is really, really tough. And so, you know, we hope that our guys have been able to internalize in a short period of time what they need to do to respond uh, both mentally as well as physically to be able to come in uh, in a great environment against a really, really good basketball team um, and give ourselves an opportunity possession by possession uh, to come in and have a good result. Did you feel going into Malibu uh, that maybe, I don't know if turn a corner is the right word, but, but getting on maybe a good role at the right time, did you have that sense going into it? Yeah, after um, you know our two home games, the way we responded after dropping three, uh, we felt like uh, you know we were moving in the right direction, and maybe that was part of the issue. A uh, little complacency in that regard, and feeling a little bit too good. Um, you know, anytime you go on the road in this league, and we've seen that uh, every Thursday and Saturday night, no matter who you are, uh, that you have to come ready to play uh, right from the tip, and you've got to sustain that energy and the effort uh, for all 40 minutes. I was personally surprised Pepperdine got to 0-10 in Lee because of how much talent they have on that roster. It was a matter of time, I suppose, and the way they beat Portland maybe gives them that shot in the arm they needed. But either way, that was a talented team. Very much so. Those guys have been able to score um, pretty consistently the past two years, right? Um, you know, those freshmen are now sophomores. Um, you know, they've seen a lot. They've been through a lot, uh, both in this league as well as in non-conference. Uh, but they have always been able to score at a very, very high level. And unfortunately for us, we weren't able to uh, slow them down, uh, particularly in the second half. Every time we go to a venue this season, it's the last WCC trip here and there and everywhere. Do you get the sense, maybe looking back kind of from a big picture standpoint, that all these league teams have a little something extra for BYU this year? You know what? I mean, since we've been here, right, I really feel like each of these teams, anytime we come on the road, they've got something extra for BYU. Uh, I'm not sure it's because it's the last uh, go-around for us. It might have something to do with the fact that, uh, you know, we've played at a pretty high level. Uh, we bring a lot of fans to every single game. And so, you know, I feel like the motivation is always there uh, to be BYU, especially on their home court where they're trying to defend it. Okay, stretch run objectives for this team this weekend and beyond. You know, we want to play the best basketball that we can, right, through February and into March. Uh, that's always the goal. Uh, you know, right now we've got uh, some things that we've got to improve on and get better at. Uh, and for tonight, we've got to uh, be really tough mentally. Um, and that's going to be a key component for us as we uh, head down this stretch. You have scored 80 or more in three straight games, uh, your last three games, and, and the offense seems to be uh, coming along to kind of match maybe that that defensive 
hallmark that you've been able to maintain throughout the season. Yeah, for us right now, defensively, we've been doing a pretty good job. Uh, we've had some lapses, and yes, we've been able to score because we're sharing the ball. We're protecting the basketball at a much better rate than we were earlier in the season. And so we want all of these things to come together, uh, but we also want to add some consistency, right? Every single play, every single possession, uh, every single outing, uh, we need to be a little bit more consistent in what we do. And finally, Coach, conference tournament play is less than three weeks away. It feels like this might be the year it's maybe a little more wide open than maybe even it has been in the past where anything can happen. Yeah, it feels like right now that anything can happen in this league. Um, You know, it's an exciting time of year in the WCC. We're super excited to be able to be a part of, right, this process at this particular time and when we come out and finish strong. Coach Robinson, thank you for the time. Best of luck against the Zags. Appreciate it. Thanks. That was assistant coach Nick Robinson with Greg Rubel. Appreciate both of them taking a few minutes for tonight's interview. And speaking of Greg Rubel, tweeted this out just a few minutes ago. There will be a new starting five for the BYU Cougars. And when I say new, I don't mean it in terms of a starting five that has never started together before. I mean new, meaning it hasn't been a starting five for several weeks. In fact, it's been three weeks since Coach Pope put this starting five out. It is Dallin Hall, Spencer Johnson, Gideon George, Jackson Robinson and Fusene Troyori. This is the starting five that started the game in Provo last month against Gonzaga. We will see what this lineup can do to begin the game against the 16th ranked Bulldogs. Speaking of the Zags, we will head to Spokane and preview the game with our own Mark Duran. Our courtside conversation with Mark coming your way next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Shep with you here in our BYU radio studios in Provo, Utah. Joining me now from the kennel in Spokane, BYU's final trip to beautiful Spokane, Washington. Side of tonight's game, Mark Durant joining me courtside for our courtside conversation. Mark, uh, I agreed with you the other night. I felt pretty confident about BYU's chances of getting a top-four seed heading into Vegas. And unfortunately, BYU made things harder on themselves with the loss at Malibu. How does that loss change your optimism with a couple of games left before Las Vegas? Yeah, I mean, that, that, was, that was a rough one. I, I think they'll probably be playing uh, a Friday night, and who knows, maybe that's the best thing for them to just play as many games as they can. Uh, with that loss, too, you know, unless you do something kind of different or weird, you're probably out of the NIT. So just kind of, you got, like, like with this tonight's game, you just got nothing to lose. Just go out and have some fun, play hard, and, and do your thing, and, and just try and have a little bit of fun out there. And, you know, it's amazing how a lot of good things can happen when you're relaxed and having fun and, and there's no pressure. So we'll see how it goes. But that, that was a tough one. I was disappointed in BYU that not, not so much that they lost, but how they lost it, giving up so many threes and playing poor defense and not rebounding well. I mean, that's that's kind of been their thing this year. That's the, 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 the one thing you could hang your hat on with this team was that they were going to play good defense and out-rebound you. And BYU did neither of those. And so that was disappointing after that great week at home. But it's, it's clearly a, 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 a problem to play on the road, and uh, playing in the kennel doesn't cure a lot of a road to woes. So we'll see how it goes. So let's talk about the defense because Coach Pope has talked about the defense being the main culprits in a lot of these losses. 
with four games left, is there enough time to get that right this late in the year? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know that they're far off. I mean, they, they played really good defense at home, like I said. You know, we've had double, big wins against decent teams uh, at home. And, and then to go in and just kind of take so many steps backwards in a team that had to have a miracle to get their first win, and then you give them their second win, it's not to say Pepperdine doesn't have some offensive guys because they do, but I don't care if you're playing who you're playing against. I mean, the, the way BYU – you can almost tell when BYU struggling defensively, Jason, is you can you can see them frantic to recover. What I mean by that is they get behind on defense and they're chasing guys and they're chasing shooters. So a bunch of times the other night against Pepperdine, you see a guy running at a shooter – and either they shoot it and make it or they give a pump fake and then that guy's out of the play and they step in and hit a 15-footer. When BYU's really good, they're not flying it, guys. They're, they're already there. They're there on the catch. And uh, BYU just got behind a bunch of times in that game, didn't have good rotations, maybe overhelping at, at times. Uh, and, you know, they may be cons- too concerned about Lewis and they did a good job on him. But sometimes when you scout a guy and say, we got to stop this guy, you forget about other guys that can play and you leave them open and they get hot like Porter like I, I've got these open shots all of a sudden oh man this is my night and then the then he starts making the hard shots and, and so anyway that's a, a lot of talk about maybe not, <laughs> nothing but uh, I'm just I just hope to see BYU you know win or lose tonight and come out and play hard and play good defense and you know rebound hard and if they can do that I mean that's all I've ever wanted for this team uh, the, the, the increased offensive play at home was really nice to see, and you can see how good they could be when they get good offensive play. But, you know, I, I just want this team to do well what they're good at, and that's defensive rebounding. They didn't do it against Pepperdine. You know, there's been a lot of people that have had some fun on social media talking about the fact that BYU has Gonzaga right where they want them because in the years where the Cougars <laughs> have beat the Zags, they've lost to Pepperdine before, and so everyone's like, ah, yes, exactly where the Cougars want to be. And look, this is a team that everybody agrees should have beaten Gonzaga last month. It obviously didn't happen, and Gonzaga made the plays when they needed to, but they're going to use a starting lineup that had success against the Zags once before. As you said, you go in, you say, you know what, let's just go play. There are no expectations. This is a game I, I think that, like you said, BYU can play free and easy. They know they've had success against this team, and then just go see what happens. One of the interesting things about BYU, Shep, is that they could lose to anybody and they could probably beat anybody. And I think they showed that against St. Mary's and Gonzaga at home and had, had a chance to win those games. And, you know, who, who knows? I mean, a lot of times, uh, you know, it, I, I don't know that it's too much of a coincidence that all the wins here came after losses to Pepperdine because, you know, Gonzaga – they may take BYU lightly and BYU coming off maybe a little angry and, and nothing to lose like we've been talking about. And, you know, sometimes that, that can happen. And this Gonzaga team, listen, they're, they're still super good, top 20 team, you know, probably go to the Sweet 16 like they have for the last seven years and do all the things that Gonzaga typically does. But I'm looking through some of the things, and they've, they've lost already here at home to LMU. They lost to St. Mary's. So just the fact that they've lost two times is right. crazy. And uh, the, the other thing is they've been down in a lot of games. They've, I think five games they've been down double digits, which is crazy for, for, that, for Gonzaga. And, and they've come back to win most of those. But, you know, it, it's just uh, the point is that they're not 
uh, as in, invincible as they've been in the past. And even when they've been invincible, BYU's found a way to, to get some wins. So just go out, you play the game, see what happens, play hard, and, uh, you know, maybe get some confidence, hit some threes. You know, that, that gets you even more energy to rebound and play defense, and it, it can build. You can see how things can build. You saw it the other night against Pepperdine. They start hitting some shots. They get energy. They get excited. This is our night. And, and those things can happen in basketball. You see it every day here nowadays, teams beating teams that they probably shouldn't. And so that's why you play, and uh, it, it would be super nice to come out of here with the win, but that's not, that's not to discount Gonzaga again in any way. They're, they're a great program, really good players, shoot the heck out of the ball, best shooting team in the country. Drew Timmy is a, a, you know NBA player. It got a couple NBA guys, so it's always a challenge, but, you know, uh, you just go out, you still, you still play it. You still go out and play the game, even, though, even if you're playing against a good team. BYU's offense right now is playing very well. I mean, you've got guys, Spencer Johnson has been just a, a phenomenal player since he came back from his injury. He, he really has been one of those steadying forces. But overall, the team is scoring points. I think that's something that the Cougars can hang their hat on tonight. And if they're, if they're feeling it on the offensive end, Hopefully that's something that maybe can feed into better defense. Yeah, and Gonzaga's is not a, you know, they're not a defensive team, I wouldn't say. I mean, they like to pressure you, turn you over, get you in transition. That's kind of their defensive thing is they don't want to play 30 seconds of the shot clock and grind it out. I mean, that's not their style. So you're going to have offensive opportunities. You're going to have dribble penetration on these guys. You're going to have some shots. And so it's, it's not unlikely that BYU will have a decent offensive game. It's just a question of, can you, can you slow down Gonzaga? I mean, that's the, the defensive side of things. And they were able to do that at the Marriott Center. Can they do it in this building? That's going to be tough. But one of the things you're going to have to have, you mentioned Spencer Johnson. He's got to be on the floor, man. He was – Pepperdine had two fouls. He's, he's, he's been a little bit foul prone lately. And he's just too important to have on the floor. So, it, But it's a fine line for Spencer, right, because he's a defensive guy and he leads the league in steals. He gets steals for you every game. Uh, but you know, how, how – how important are those steals? Is it more important than you know, being on the floor? And, and so I think he has to be a little bit smarter, still trying to be aggressive, but not not get get out of these games. He's just too important for BYU to, to be sitting for 11 minutes in the first half, uh, you know, in games. And so I uh, hope to see Spencer a lot, and I hope to see him aggressive and shooting because, man, he's, he's shooting the lights out this year. just needs to shoot more. All right, last question for you. For BYU to be successful tonight, they have to blank. What? What's what's the blank? <laughs> um, uh, I don't know, Jay. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just, just just get hot and just go, man. Get hot and go. And uh, I, no, obviously, to the wind. I mean, I wish I had, uh, you know, rebound. I guess it's a one, one thing I say. You know, you, you can beat teams by, by beating them on the boards. And BYU beat Gonzaga on the boards in the Merritt Center and had a chance in that one. So just go out. And that's something BYU can do, right? Rebound. Go get the rebounds and then see what happens. All right, man. Appreciate the insight as always. And uh, enjoy the last trip to the kennel, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Jace. Talk to you later. All right. There we go. The great Mark Durant. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a quick break. Come back. We'll hit some scores from Top 25, the West Coast Conference, and some local teams still playing right now. We'll get to all that, as many as we can, before we get you back up to Spokane. More of Cougar Pregame Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Number 3112.
Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Jason Shepard. You're ready for the BYU Cougars and the Gonzaga Bulldogs. The Zags number 16 in the country. Let's hit the uh, scoreboard. We'll start in the state of Utah. In Ogden right now, they uh, have about 12 minutes remaining in the first half. And the Wildcats hosting Montana. The Grizzlies leading the Wildcats 25-16 with 10 and a half minutes to go in the first half. Second half action. Utah Valley hosting Southern Utah. The Wolverines with a 53-48 lead in the second half. Utah Tech is hosting Tarleton. The Texans with a two-point advantage over the Trailblazers at 23-21, 8.40 to go in the first half. Later on tonight, the Utes hosting the Colorado Buffalo, so big rivalry game up on the hill tonight. And Utah State will be on the road at San Jose State. Uh, we'll update those scores throughout the evening. West Coast Conference action. Two finals from earlier today. Number 15, St. Mary's winning at Portland, 81-64. And Santa Clara gets the win at home by two over LMU, 71-69. Besides our game, the, there are two other conference games. San Francisco will be hosting Pepperdine. That game gets underway at 8 o'clock, same as ours. Also at 8 o'clock, Mountain Time Pacific will be hosting the San Diego Toreros. Top 25 action. One game in progress. Number four, Arizona leading by one at Stanford. Wildcats up on the Cardinal 59-58 to earlier today. Texas defeating West Virginia 94-60. to Marquette wins on the road at Georgetown 89-75. to St. John's upsets number 20, Providence 73 73- to 68 number 22 nc state wins at boston college 92 62 the 30 point victory for the wolf pack in the big 12 number nine kansas gets the road win in norman over oklahoma 78 55 alabama wins on the road at auburn 77 69 creighton defeats yukon 56 53 and in overtime number eight virginia defeats duke by seven 69 262 let's uh, let's get you one more big 12 score because let's be honest we want to look at the big 12 number 14 baylor wins at number 17 tcu 72 to 68 earlier today at the marriott center byu women's basketball looking to snap a three-game losing streak and boy did they they crushed lmu this afternoon 67 to 42 Another fantastic game from Lauren Gustin. Another double-double, 21 points and 17 rebounds. Going on right now at the Smith Fieldhouse, BYU men's volleyball hosting UC Santa Barbara. They are in set number one. Cougars with a three-point advantage at 22-17. All right, coming up next, we'll get you up to Spokane for the Cougar pregame coaches show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the kennel, a.k.a. McCarthy Athletic Center on the Gonzaga University campus in Spokane, Washington. As tonight, 
The BYU Cougars pay their final WCC visit to the Zags. The Cougs seeking to snap a six-game skid against their 12-year conference rivals. Zags have won 12 of the last 13 meetings overall, including the last five in this building. I am Greg Rubel. I'll have your play-by-play call tonight. With me is my color commentary colleague for the last 26 seasons, the beloved former BYU Ironman himself, Mr. Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, the Cougs have had their hands full this week already with a sub-500 Pepperdine team on Thursday. The Wave scored 92 and shot almost 60%. Tonight, BYU draws the nation's best shooting and highest-scoring team. The Cougs will certainly need to shore up the defense and will play like more like they did against Gonzaga last month in Provo. Well, Pepperdine has some really impressive offensive weapons, but if you think that was impressive, I mean, as my man Colin Ray would say, that was a river. This is the ocean tonight. You are playing against an excellent team. I know maybe not as dominant as they have been in the past, but they lead the league in scoring, or excuse me, in, in offensive Field goal percentage, and they got Timmy Timmy and Watson shoot over 60%. I mean, these guys can really score it, and they get you in transition. They they, they run it down your throat if they can, and uh, it's going to be a super big challenge. But what I like about it, th- th- this team, I, I, I think they, they play well in the big games. They get up for the big games, and, and, and that's been a problem getting up maybe for the, the road games that they've lost. But this, this will be an exciting big-time basketball game. So I'm hoping they see the energy, and that will translate to good defense and translate to offensive rebounding and do the things that keeps them in, in games and wins them games, which they did not do the other night against the Waves. But they did do at the Marriott Center against Absolutely Gonzaga. Absolutely they yep. did. They played just how you need to play. Now, can that translate on the road? We'll see. That's a challenge, but uh, but BYU showed they can compete with the Zags. Coming up, we'll get the pregame perspective of BYU head coach Mark Pope when the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Spokane on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. We've got Gonzaga and BYU coming up top of the hour. BYU coming off a disappointing pitfall at Pepperdine. BYU trailed for almost 30 of the 40 minutes in Malibu. Cougs coming in two tonight in fifth place in the West Coast Conference. Zags a game back of St. Mary's in second place. Well, now a game and a half. St. Mary's won this afternoon. And uh, with the Gales losing the other evening at LMU... The doors now reopened for Gonzaga in its conference title quest. BYU, meantime, trying to avoid playing Friday or even Thursday should things go really south at the league tournament in Las Vegas. Cougs are currently 6-6 six and six in the WCC, looking to avoid falling below 500 late in the year. That's unfamiliar territory. Time now to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. Our conversation presented, as always, by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight... Coach Pope talks about what it takes to play the kind of game BYU was seconds away from winning against Gonzaga last month in Provo. Obviously, Gonzaga's a great team. They're they're um, in a little bit of a unique position right now where they're still in a real, real hunt for this conference championship. Usually by now, they feel like they've got it locked up. and They're hungry. Uh, I think they're playing really hard. They're getting some pace back to their play, which they didn't have early in the season. But... Um, so it's a great challenge for us. It's an unbelievable challenge. 
Not that they need more motivation, but when the week began, they were two games back of the Gales. St. Mary's losing at home suddenly accelerates the pace of progress for Gonzaga. You know they've got their eyes on the prize. For sure. Um, you know, the, the LMU-St. Mary's game gave them a chance now to kind of be in this. And, and um, so it's, uh, it's going to be a fun stretch run for everybody. Of course, they lost a couple games since they played you. Do they look any different than a typical Gonzaga scout? Yeah, uh, no. I mean, I felt like in the first half of the season, the thing that was different for them was just their transition game was different. But, you know, they put up 60 points in the first half against San Francisco two days ago. And so, you know, I think they found that back. And so, you know, every time you walk into a Gonzaga game, you know the price of admission. One, you have to find a way to rebound, you know, you know, we had a chance to win that game, and and we lost the rebounding battle by 17, and um, that's not going to bode well for us. We have got to find a way to be competitive on the glass. That's uh, priority number one, and one A is is always is with Gonzaga. Can you manage them in transition? Can you can you somehow earn yourself some chances to guard in the half court? Which that opens a whole new can of worms. Which you have to be able to get there to be able to compete and. Um, it seems like they have a new resolve to kind of get back to their f- traditional form. And so that's going to be a huge challenge for us tonight, transition defense. I thought you were relatively disruptive against them. Yes, uh, we're going to have to be really, really active. And, and we can't be on our heels. You know, you've you got to give yourself a puncher's chance. And, and, um, and so, you know, we need, to, we need to be really aggressive. You know, we're a good, we're a good defensive team. Um, and and we need to really show that tonight. We need to be really good. You know, uh, we need another unbelievable effort from Foose and Atiki in, t- in terms of trying to just contain Timmy a lot. It's funny, you know, you get him an eight for sixteen game, shooting fifty percent, and you feel like it's a massive <laughs> win. And um, so we need to find some way to run that back where it's not a nine for twelve game or a eleven for fifteen game. And, um, and so that's problem number one. And then, um, you know, we got some uh, we got some distracted shooting from some of their guys last game. And so we need to find a way to be disruptive and make them uncomfortable shooting the balls. You had a massive edge in threes at your place. Jackson, I think, had five of your 13. And you put him back in the starting lineup tonight. Yeah, I mean, you know, it uh, probably doesn't bode well for us that we're, we're still changing the starting lineup every game. But but it's where we are. And, and um, the one thing that's exciting is, you know, right now we're starting two sophomores and a freshman, and those those are guys that every single second they get on the floor is going to pay off huge dividends down the road. And, and um, so this is an incredible experience for them, and, and uh, it's an opportunity for them to keep getting better. Have a good go tonight, Coach. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, thanks you. All right, that's BYU head coach Mark Pope leading us into tonight's keys to the game brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for the Cougs against the Zags? Well, number one, coach talked about it, transition. You've got to get back on the Zags. I don't have a specific number other than you'll know it when you see it if the (laughs) Zags beat you in transition. And it's not just off a a miss or a turnover. They'll beat you in transition off a made basket if you're not careful. So really got to get back, be talking, find your man and turn them and not let them get downhill. On the other hand, on offense, in order for BYU to win, they're going to have to have big nights from Rudy Williams, Dallin Hall. You've got to come off that high screen and get downhill, attack the basket, attack, 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 and then go get offensive rebounds that they miss. Got to get downhill on the Zags to be successful. He's Mark Durant. Break time and this reminder to go to BigOtires.com. Make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming your way next. 
live from the kennel in Spokane, Washington on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We are courtside live from the McCarthy Athletic Center in Spokane, Washington for BYU and number 16, Gonzaga. The Cougs 16 and 11, 6 and 6 in the West Coast Conference. The Zags 20 and 5 and 9 and 2 in league. Gonzaga has won 20 games or more now in 26 consecutive seasons. Second longest current streak nationally after Kansas's 32 straight 20 win seasons. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Studio host is Jason Shepard. Our control board operators, Logan Gardner and Seth Larson. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Barry Squires is our BYU radio engineer. Our broadcast intern, Caleb Hatch, back in studio tonight. And you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Satellite radio flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also on the BYU Radio app and at BYUradio.org. Well, BYU was 5-5 five five in early December after back-to-back losses to UVU in South Dakota. What followed was a seven-game win streak, a streak that ended with a sluggish setback at LMU in the first game of the new year. And BYU's calendar year record in 2023 is now 4-6. and six. Since the beginning of the new year, BYU's gone loss-win, loss-win, three losses, two wins, and now a loss at Pepperdine. Mark, the Cougs' farewell tour through the WCC, kind of a bumpy ride. <laughs> it's almost as if they are enjoying uh, beating up on us a little bit. I don't, can't figure why, but uh, listen, the, the conference is better. This team, we all know BYU, you know, this is a bit of a rebuild. They're young, and it was going to be a bit of a struggle. But I think the conference is better, too, Greg. I, mean, you, I, I think the transfer rules have really helped this conference because you get a lot of P5 guys that maybe not getting some time. These West Coast schools are an attractive landing spot. You look at the teams that have BYU struggled with, whether it's Santa Clara, LMU, Pepperdine, whoever. I mean, they're getting hurt by a lot of transfers, and that's not the only reason. But it's what I'm saying is it's a good league with good athletes, and if you're not ready to play and really give a good effort, you're going to have a tough night. Coming up after this break, we'll hear from Gonzaga assistant coach Brian Michelson. As our pregame preview continues on the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from Spokane on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU Store Cougar tip-off show continues from courtside at the kennel. BYU has lost five in a row in this building and six in a row against Gonzaga overall. Last month, BYU led the Zags into the closing seconds at the Marriott Center. A Julian Strother three-pointer was the game winner. Since that win in Provo, the Zags have uh, actually uh, lost a couple of games. They're gone. They've gone five and two. 
with setbacks at home to LMU and at St. Mary's, but the Zags are still in the running for the league title. One and a half games back of the Gales, and they'll get St. Mary's one more time here at the Kennel. Short time ago, I spoke with Gonzaga assistant coach Brian Michelson about the stretch run in the WCC and the league title chase that has again been joined with the Zags winning and St. Mary's losing on Thursday. I think it's a little too early to worry about that. This group just needs to worry one game at a time. Some some of our other groups could probably get out in front a little bit and, and think ahead. But this group, uh, just we got to take it one game at a time and just try and plug along. So uh, if we do that, then, then that will put us in a position at the end. But we can't, we can't afford to look ahead and drop another one. I guess the fact that LMU wins here, LMU beat St. Mary's the other night, embodies the fact that this year maybe a few more things that are maybe unexpected are happening more frequently than in years past in this league? Yeah, for sure. And I think a big part of that is is what the rest of the league has done. I see a big, big increase. I mean, obviously LMU is a prime example of that. They've been fantastic. I know the first team to beat BYU, us, and, and St. Mary's in the same year. Santa Clara is really reloaded. I think you would have looked at them and said, wow, lost a lottery pick, lost you know one of their schools, all-time great, step back. Not at all. Um, I mean, the other night we played a really, really good San Francisco team in here. And, and then you look up and you see how talented they are. And, and you look up and, you know, they're they're battling for kind of that bottom third. So this league has really risen um, from the bottom. And I think it's caused a lot of those results. Okay. Uh, how surprised were you by what went down in Malibu for BYU on Thursday then? I mean, obviously you, you probably think BYU is going to win. But, but that, that speaks to me about our league. I'm not sure there's a more talented group in this league than Pepperdine. How they got to Owen I mean, really. I mean, I mean, I think Max Lewis is, is the best NBA prospect in this league. That's what I'm hearing from the NBA. Uh, Houston Mallet can really score. I mean, Porter's, you know, a guy whose two brothers are both in the NBA. I mean, you just look at the talent of that roster, and, and I'm with you. You know, how did they get to 0-10? They're a lot more talented than that. So, of course, BYU, you know, I think would have been favored going into that, but, but the sheer level of talent from Pepperdine is, is real. Still a BYU team that you know, had you till the closing seconds at Provo. Yeah, they had us the whole game, and I mean, God, they they beat Creighton. You know, they they've had some really really good wins this year. Um, great weekend last week, and I mean, LMU came up here and took it to us, and and then uh, you know BYU, I was really really impressed with at home. Pacific had played us really tough, and and pummeled both those schools pretty good last week. So we we know uh, you know that the BYU is very formidable, and and obviously that, that Thursday wasn't their best outing, and and uh, it's going to be a tough one tonight. Besides getting the win, you did some things you want to do against BYU and Provo. What more would you like from your team than you saw last month? Uh, our, our defense needs to be better. Uh, a lot of threes. A lot of those were in transition. You know, I think BYU's and, and Pepperdine are probably the only two teams that really, really want to run with us in this league. And I thought, you know, BYU probably had more success than we did in the first game. Um, and then the turnovers. Uh, we, we turned the ball over a ton. And, you know, obviously Spencer Johnson was a big part of that. But overall, I think BYU does a pretty good job turning people over. So uh, definitely something we're going to have to do tonight is take better care of the ball. All right, last WCC go-round here uh, in the regular season for these two teams. It's been a fun run. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, it's crazy. I don't know what this is. It's got to be... 30, 30th game 30th? since BYU joined yeah, the league. So if you yeah, include probably, Vegas. I mean, obviously, with the way that Vegas goes, we, we end up playing St. Mary's and BYU the most by far. And, uh, there's been some epic battles, some some unbelievable games in both buildings and in Vegas. Um, and, and you do. Obviously, you're solely focused on that tonight. But kind of as you step away, you think about this rivalry and, and how cool it's been. And Again, some of the great games, some of the great venues that it's been in, and, and some of the great players and, and amazing plays on both sides. Um, you know, I can recall really clearly. And 
and uh, it'll be really different without him where we're going to miss having him in this league for sure. Coach Michelson, thank you as always for the time. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. All right, that is Gonzaga assistant coach Brian Michelson. Always good to have him with us. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues after this, live from Spokane, Washington, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU and Gonzaga coming up, one of three games on the WCC slate. Also tonight, Pepperdine plays at San Francisco. San Diego will visit Pacific. We had two early games today. St. Mary's defeating Portland 81-64 the trial center and LMU falling at Santa Clara. Broncos win at 71-69. So right now, Santa Clara and LMU have the inside track on the 3-4 spot with just a couple weekends of league play remaining. And coming into the day, Mark, only three games separated third place to ninth place in the West Coast Conference. The battle for seeding and who plays when in Vegas can be pretty intense down the stretch. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. And, you know, that Pepperdine game obviously was a setback. I think you go these last two weeks, you say, try and get one out of Gonzaga or St. Mary's on the road and then take care of business at home, and then you'll be in good shape. And regardless of if you're three, four, five, six, if you if you do that, you're playing really good basketball for the tournament. That's what you that's the most important thing. Final word before tip off next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. And here in Gonzaga, our national anthem. Tip off of BYU and Gonzaga next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 